yourself. <laughs> and your little dog, too. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> On a rainy Thursday morning, and it's fixing to turn cold here again in the Metroplex. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Hopefully you're having a good morning. Today was Thursday, and you know what Thursday means. Bucky's yay! Bucky's yay! We hit up Bucky's this morning, got my weekly supply of Copenhagen, to where I won't be stabbing people. Had me a uh, a, a, a bean and potato breakfast uh, burrito, and then a kolache, which is like 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 a, a, a stuffed roll, and it had sausage in there with cheese. Sausage, nasty, cheese, good, kolache itself, okay. But yes, today was uh today is Thursday. Bucky's day. That's Bucky's day. Friday Eve. Got to go there. Got to get it done. Yes, by the way, you did hear it. And your little dog too. We have the new sound effect from the official minister of the Ernie State Show. And your little dog too. God, I love that guy. Oh man, we heard him yesterday. Greg Link, I believe his name is something like that. That guy is amazing. Amazing, I tell you. He linked autism. He called kids with autism devils. Wow. Wow. That's a new low right there. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Mike D, first one here. Says, good morning and happy Friday Eve ass. Right back at you. Oh, my gosh. Look at here. Braddy Kid is in the house, and she says, today, I officially became a Texan. I ate at a gas. I had a gas station meal. Well, there you go. Here we is for you. There it is. Had you a little uh, sausage biscuit from Bucky's. Shoot low, Sheriff. I think she's right. Yeah, there you go. So, so she's officially now a Texan. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. Uh, Straight Fire says so many ways to go with that one, Brady. Good morning. Derek says good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Hangtown Jen is in the house. Says happy Thursday, ass. Red White uh, says, man, I felt so cool on the freeway putting my sunglasses on to dancing. Damn right you did. Triple T is in the house. He says, good morning, family of ass. Hey, Triple T, congratulations to your daughter. Man, oh, man. That gal, she can use the watercolors. Put up a picture on social media. She's, she's up for like a national award. We got us a Van Gogh in the, in, in the family. Just don't cut her ear off. Don't do that. That wouldn't be nice. Keep your ear because you have to hear the show. Uh, and then Brady Kid says Bubba's official weight is 183, down 5 pounds, 15 to go. Damn, dog's losing weight because he's a pain in the ass. Pussy dog. Jesus. Still can't jump in the damn truck. Triple T says, thank you, sir. Oh, no thanking me. That was awesome, man. I saw that post last night, and I was like, yeah, I got to mention that tomorrow morning when I start up the show. Uh, lots to get to today. Uh, big news to report, though. I mean, the the, the, the the big, gigantic news. Ladies and gentlemen, can yeah. I please have your attention? Yeah. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Yeah, tomorrow on the show, 
Tommy is in the house. Tommy will be here tomorrow. Today we have the uh, celebrity ass death match. Mount Rushmore of best halftime shows. We have the worst halftime shows. I have that set aside. We might get to that Monday now, now that Tommy's coming in tomorrow. And we'll have lots to talk about. Gigantic wrestling news yesterday. Wow, Cody Rhodes left AEW. That was big, but not as big as the news that Stone Cold Steve Austin had a ring built in his house uh, sometime last year and has been training for a WrestleMania return due to the fact that WrestleMania is in Texas and due to the fact that I have tickets to WrestleMania. I don't know if it's against Brock Lesnar or if it's against Kevin Owens. I, I really don't care. I would rather it be against Brock Lesnar. But, if they, hey, I don't care. As long as Austin's back, that's all I care about. All I care about is him getting on the mic and just uttering these words right away. Uh, I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and, and walk it dry. Shit dry. Uh, let's see, the podcast MRI, Mr. Holy Shit. Austin will take on Owens. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm reading. I don't care. Steve Austin's there. That's all I need. That's all I need. Stone cold. Stone cold. But before we, hopefully we get to that, hopefully we're not engulfed in the middle of the world's biggest war. By the way, uh, yesterday the news... The news. I love how they're the news. This is the headline. You ready for the headline? Ukraine cyber attack. Russia blamed for largest disruption of its kind in country's history. Duh. I, I, I mean, really? Re- re- really? You're going to need to tell us that Russian was responsible for the cyber attack in Ukraine? Duh. It's not like they're amassing troops at the border. Or anything like that. I wonder who it could have been. At least says two more districts in El Dorado County have lifted their mask mandates. I was at our school board meeting and spoke. We got a word this morning. My kids don't have to wear masks anymore. Congratulations. That's awesome. See, you go, you be a part of the group, you change things for the better. Uh, good morning, ass family. It's Cowboys Girl. Uh, by the way, good morning, everyone. It's very good morning for us here in the Dash home. Good. I'm, I'm very glad to see that, Alicia. Even if it was Austin versus Peter Dinklage, I would buy that pay-per-view. You're goddamn right. Oh, man. He would stomp a little mud hole in that guy. Yeah, Ukrainian officials investigating the cyber attacks belonging to its Ministry of Defense, Army, and Popular Banks are now calling on the, the incident the largest of its kind, and suspect Russia as the culprit. Man, oh man. We, we need to sign some detectives up from the Ukraine. We get those Ukrainian detectives over here, we'll stop, we'll stop some crime. Send them Ukrainian detectives to Chicago, why don't you? Straight Fire says, oh no, no mass means all kids will get COVID-19. Oh no. Sounds like elections are coming up in California and other blue states. Oh, yeah. Alicia, Alicia just scared of myself the pictures. Uh, people are retarded. Virginia outlawed mask mandates in school, and parents are bitching like you and our kids because they think their kids can't wear a mask. 
My son walked out of his class yesterday to protest. Totally not like him. I was so proud. That's really cool. Good for him. Look, look. I, I mean, honestly, haven't we got to the point where we're just looking at the mass now and and, and, and just have to go uh, just enough? Like, you, you know where I stand. I, I stand on the fact that I never thought the mask worked. Now, if you did, good for you. You thought that you wore your mask, great. Hey, more power to you. I'll just I'll just go with the consistency and what I see in the world. And, and when I saw that the mask mandates were in place and you have to wear mask places and the numbers were still going up, something rang in my head and it was one and one equals two always. That's the only thing that one plus one can ever equal is two. So I said to myself, self? And self said, yes. I said, if these mask mandates are in place and everybody's wearing these masks, yet people are still catching coronavirus, that has to mean the masks don't work, right? And myself said, well, yeah, that seems to be right. The, the federal government, look, look, we, like, like I've said, and and I'm sorry I keep repeating it. I, I repeat it mainly because I know there are new people listening all the time. Once again, this is something that we're never going to know the truth about. We're never going to really know how it got out. We're not going to really ever know how much Dr. Fauci knew. Yeah, you, you can take that claim to the bank. You can take that one right to the bank because we still don't know exactly who was the shooter when JFK died. We all want to say it was Lee Harvey. That was one hell of a shot from Lee Harvey. Got to say it. This whole mask thing, look, I'm going to go on a little diatribe here, and I hope you don't mind. This diatribe was what I consider, this is what I consider happened here, is that America was doing great. You think back to 2018, 2019, early 2019, all of 2019, we were doing pretty good. Gas prices were super low. People were working. We weren't really bitching at each other. I mean, we were. But, you know, it was mainly we were bitching at each other because the orange man was in office. Well, then the election year hit, 2020. And I think a group of people got together and they said, look, the only way that we can get the orange man out is if we ruin the economy of the United States of America. That's it. This guy is, he's, he's killing it. He's doing great everywhere. People are, are bowing down to him. America is getting stronger. Look at the unemployment rate. Look at the unemployment rate for people of color. Holy shit, this guy's doing a lot. Well, all you got to do is fuck up the economy because the buck stops with the president. Well, how, how are we ever going to fuck with the American economy the way it's going right now? Well, we got to shut it down. Some progressive thinker thinking that probably. They said, well, can, can we do that? Can we do that? Well, we got enough governors to shut it down. See, we unloose this little virus. It, it, it's not too bad. That's what they probably said. It's not too bad. It's cold and cough. Not realizing all the implement, all all the problems that went along with coronavirus. We'll release this, right? 
It'll come to America. America will shut down. Uh, and, and look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We shut them down. We get new people in office. Boom, orange guy's out. You're right, Arnie. They tried Russia, 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 but that failed. And you see what happened. What happened is we, we shut down. And it, by pure luck, it was the, it, not by luck. I shouldn't say luck, but it was luck for the Democratic side that the whole George Floyd thing happened to turn us even more on our ear. I never, I, 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 I remember I was so stupefied and, and, and I really, really felt bad. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. I felt really mad and, and, and upset with media. Like I'd never felt before. I'd almost, I'd, I'd pretty much given up on him, and and I'm still there. When after one of the first big peaceful quote unquote protests happened in Sacramento, where millions of dollars of damage was done to stores and shops all around the downtown area, and we all saw the footage of it. The news was down there. They were covering it. There's thousands of people not wearing masks, yelling at the top of their lungs. And I remember when when the, the morning show girl, it, it was the black chick that used to be on News 10 in the morning, where she says, News 10 fact checkers have found out that there were no, ca- uh, uh, there were no coronavirus infections that happened during the public protest or the peaceful protest. And I got to say, I, I just have to say, that, that blew my mind. That you had thousands of people marching around together, yet nobody caught COVID, really? Really? Uh, Okay, so what you're saying is that you can have sporting events now open to fans, and they can sit shoulder to shoulder with each other and not wear a mask. Oh, oh, you can't? Well, wait a second, that doesn't make sense, because this did. And remember, 2020 was the year of, don't try to make sense out of it, just do what we say, we're the government. And we were at odds. The election came around. People were upset. Now, I won't say that it was rigged because I don't want the Department of Homeland Security coming to my house. I don't ever want them coming to my house. But if you think that was a real election, you better wake up. New president's in place. He's been in office now for a little over a year. And look what he's done. He made America worse without a pandemic. I want you to think about how bad Joe Biden is. Joe Biden has made America a worse place to live, and he wasn't even fighting against the virus. What a stupid son of a bitch. More people have died under him, under his leadership, than Donald Trump when COVID happened. More people died under Joe Biden, and he had a vaccine. Think about that. Joe Biden comes into office, there's a vaccine in place, and Joe's all for it, and he's telling people, he's mandating people they have to get it. If you don't get it, you'll get fired. 
yet more deaths happen, and he has the vaccine. Flatten the curve. I remember that lie. This year's election is just the start. I'm telling you right now that the liberals need to get a hold of their party. This is my, my advice to liberals this morning. Get a hold of the Democratic Party. If the progressives take over the party, the liberals will never come back. Oh, and by the way, the Democrats will never win anything ever again. And they won't admit it, but Trump is the one that brought us the vaccine. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Derek. I want you to think back about something as well. I want you to go back to 2019. We didn't hear about Russia fucking around with the Ukraine, did we? We didn't hear about China messing with Taiwan, did we? And why is that? Because we had somebody who had a spine in the White House. Now, look, you don't have to like the man. You don't have to. You could. You. You. you if you didn't want to cross the street to piss on him when he's on fire, that's fine. I don't care. But the rest of the world, look what the rest of the world is doing right now. Do you think that the Taliban would have acted that way? When we were leaving. Well, that's why they say democracy is under attack. They mean they can't win with their dumb ideas. Amen to that. They want this new green deal. And I don't know about you. Look, look, we're never, ever going to agree. I know there's a few people on here that that I am never going to agree with him, and we disagree, and we're still friends about it. The whole idea that the environment is the most deadly issue that we're facing right now. No, it's not. There's a place called China that's a lot more deadly than any kind of fucking global disaster that's going to take another hundred years to happen because all China's got to do is snap their fingers. That's it. I want you to think of China as Thanos right now. Remember when Thanos got everything he needed, he snapped his fingers. That's all China's doing. Yeah, if Trump was president during the Afghan withdrawal debacle, Congress would still be investigating it and uh, and killing him in the media. Yeah, oh. He would be he would be demolished if that kind of thing happened under his way. He'd be impeached for that too. Think about it. If the debacle that happened in Afghanistan with our 13 troops who were murdered there, if that happened under Donald Trump's watch, he would have been, he would have been again under investigation for that. God damn. But nothing. Look, Joe Biden is Teflon. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids in that bus? Because in Scranton, there weren't any, there were very few blacks. 
So they're not allowed to go to school. He said that while he was president. Okay, he said that while he was president. He said this while he was running for president. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. He said this last year. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's Uh death did. He said this when he was a senator. Arise, listen up. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. Yet nothing's happening to him? I mean, I, I guess this is the, the I, I am insane. I am truly insane because the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I keep playing all these things that Joe Biden has said to the media. Not a, not a hidden camera, not a hidden microphone like when Donald Trump said, oh, I grab him by the pussy. He said this. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. By the way, it wasn't okay at the time to use that word. It hasn't been okay to use that word in public since probably the 50s, and even then it wasn't okay. Yet nothing happens to him. GOP takes over both chambers of Congress this fall. Joe's going to get impeached every few weeks. I think it's only going to take one. I think one's going to stick with Joe. Because you know the Democrats want him out, too. He's, he is the face of their party. That's pretty sad right now when the face of your party is Joe Biden. And you got to think about who else, who else might be the face of that party. Would it be... Um, We're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. Would would, would it be that? Would it be? I have absolutely no uh, sense of responsibility for divisions in our country. Some of the differences of opinion we have in our country are what our founders had in mind. I mean... Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. These are the faces of their party, or it's going to be AOC, or Imam, uh, Imar Omar, or whatever her fucking name is. His son also used Biden's position as VP to collect money from foreign entities. I haven't even gotten started on Hunter Biden yet. Hunter Biden, dear Lord. Throwing crack-fueled parties with hookers, knocking up a stripper, then marrying his brother's widow and having a kid with her. How weird is that? Now, come on, that's that's something y'all would just used to make fun of us in the South for. Now we got a good old boy up in Delaware whose brother, who died of cancer, he swoops up and starts banging the fucking ex or the widow. Good God. Yet nothing. 
He tried to broker like a $30 million deal with China and China energy companies. This was just released a a few days ago. I had the story. We never had time to get to it. That that Hunter Biden was the broker of a $30 million or $30 billion uh, oil deal that happened between China and somebody else. And the only reason why Hunter Biden got it is because his daddy was vice president, which is quite illegal and frowned upon. We should have a Mount Rushmore of Democrats, JFK, RFK, Charlie Wilson. Uh, let's see, who else could we have up there? Um, uh, you know, you know that you know the Democrats would want to throw Bill up there, but then Hillary would destroy the mountain. I'll put Tip O'Neill up there. Tip O'Neill. Yeah, he and Ronald Reagan used to battle it out. I liked old Tip O'Neill. That guy, that he 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 wasn't afraid to show his nutsack. Monica can go up there. Monica could go down on that mountain. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So please keep wearing your mask. Shut up, Jill. Even when you're out walking your dog. Shut up, Jill. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. Yeah. You're a horrible fucking woman. Amen. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. Yeah. This kind of shit, ineffective. Amen. Amen. Now Joe's getting sued again. Damn it, and the administration's getting sued by my governor, Governor Wheels. He is a, Texas is suing uh, the Biden administration over federal mask mandates on planes and in airports. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, my main man, comes out and says masks are not only silly, but illegal too. Uh, I want to know why they're illegal. Wait, why are they illegal there, Ken? Uh, Biden's repeated disregard of individual liberties of Texans is not only disrespectful to the Constitution, it's also troublesome that any president thinks they can act above the law while hardworking Americans stand by. President Biden cannot continue governing through executive edicts, Now it is time to strike down his administration's air travel mask mandate. I'm proud to stand alongside my friend Congresswoman Van Doon and her counsel to protect Texans' liberties and the rule of law. Now look, look, I... (laughs) Finally, someone comes out against the plane shit. Is that clip from a show or is that Brad and Kid? What, wh- which clip? Which clip did I play there? Um, yeah, it, it is nice that finally somebody is standing up for this play. I mean, look, look, we've talked about it. <laughs> this whole thing we haven't understood. Oh, the fuck you, Jill clip. Oh, that is, you know what? Actually, that is from um, the fuck you, Jill. I found it on TikTok because it first had Jill on there. So please keep wearing your mask, 
even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit, ineffective. That's a scene from the movie This Is 40 with Paul Rudd and uh, the chick. Kind of a follow-up to Knocked Up. And this is a scene where Paul Rudd and his wife are meeting with Melissa McCarthy at the principal's office. One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. It's fucking hysterical. So, yes, it, it's from that movie, This is 40. Um, the, the whole mask on a plane thing. Do you remember when, remember when COVID first started when we were flattening the curve? You didn't have to wear a mask on a plane. You wonder why, how I know that is when the mask mandate went in place in California, we were flying out to look at houses in Texas. We flew out that day, and there were literally like five people on the plane. Ain't nobody wearing masks then. Got here to Texas. Everything was closed. Nothing to do. Sucked. Found a house, though. That part didn't suck. Went to Joe Exotic Zoo. It was closed due to the whole coronavirus, and he was still in prison, so. But, I mean, it's so amazing to me to watch what has happened to our country and to watch the people uh, who, who just can't come out and say, and look, look, I'm sure that if a Republican was in office and they were doing stuff, and I didn't want to agree with it. It would suck to, to say that what I had to say. I didn't agree with everything that Donald Trump did. I thought Donald Trump was a horse's ass sometimes. Doesn't mean I don't still support him. They're making a big deal about today is the anniversary of Rush Limbaugh's death. Rush Limbaugh to me was a great broadcaster. He knew how to move a needle. Started in Sacramento, did a deal with the Sleep Train Mattress Centers, good old Dale over there. We came to town, we met Dale, we did the same thing with them. Rush Limbaugh is the only person to sell more beds than me. That's a true story. And not by a lot. And he had a national audience. But I didn't listen to everything Rush Limbaugh said. See, this is the thing that people need to understand. They, they, need to, they need to look at themselves and say, hey, man, just because this is the way I feel and this is the way I lean, I can still question the people that are in my party. You don't blindly follow the D's and the R's. And so sadly, so many people in this country just follow the D and the R. It doesn't matter what that person says or does. If they have a D in front of your name, you're going to support them or hate them, and vice versa with the R. And I'm here to tell you that is wrong. There's one thing they all have in common. They're Americans. And yes, it is their fault. It is their fault because they don't do what's best for the country. They do what's best for their party. We're never going to get rid of the two-party system. People that want to say they want to try, it 
keep trying. Hey, it's great, but two-party system's here, and it ain't going anywhere. And it's okay. Like, like let, let's say that, that you are that person that votes with an R all the time in front of your name. And lo and behold, you have a presidential election because a lot of times that's the only time people go out and vote, which I think is wrong, but that's a whole different story, which we'll get into in a second. But if you don't like that guy with the R in front of his name, you don't have to vote for him. You can vote for whoever you'd like. By the way, you can do that with lower elections, too. It's okay. But stop just, stop the whole party politics. Just stop. We need to start doing what's best for America. Because America's hurting right now. I mean, for fuck's sake, the Rams won the Super Bowl. How fucked up is America? The Rams. I love this next story. This next story, I, I, I have to admit, I, I am I shocked about it? No, of course not. Of course I'm not shocked. Migrants on Mexico's southern border have their mouths shown shut in a gruesome bid to convince the Mexican government to let them in so they can travel north and try to get to the U.S., Reuters is reporting that about a dozen migrants, mainly from Central and South America, sewed their lips with needle and plastic thread, leaving a small space to drink. They also used alcohol to wipe the blood from the stitches. If you're willing to stitch your mouth shut, no, you are not coming to our country. You crazy fuck. The protest took place in Tapachula, a border city with Guatemala, where thousands of migrants were waiting for permission to enter the country and cross over to the U.S. No, you don't have our permission. Texas is closed. We're closed to Americans, so we're really, really closed to you. Moose out front should have told you. But the Cowboys still haven't won a playoff game, so some things are still going right. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that fucking fantastic? (laughs) Importing psychotic individuals is something you disagree with? Why? I don't know, because I'm wacky that way. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. If you stitch AOC's mouth shut, you can come into the country. I mean... Like, is this a new jackass ga- gag that we're telling other countries, but it's not really true? All right, to come to America, you got to sew your mouth shut. Fuck, have them cut off an arm or something. What will you do to go to America? God damn. People showing up, and then people in the border are like, well, you, you got your mouth sewn shut. I don't know what I can do with you. Hi, Mama, happy Friday Eve to you as well.
By the way, all the Democrats who investigated the Russian interference are not talking about what Special Investigator Durham has found in his latest filings. Durham's latest filings allege Clinton's campaign paid to infiltrate Trump servers. Now, look, we talked about this yesterday. I, I don't want to get more into this. I'm sure Tommy and I are going to talk about this at, at length tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to save a lot of this talk. What more do we need? I, I, I'm not even upset right now. And I'll, I'll, I'll even ask Tommy this question tomorrow. What more do we need to investigate the FBI, the CIA, Hillary Clinton, and the Democratic National Party? What more, what more do we need? I just want to know. If we have found out, and it is a fact, which it is, and it's true, that the Democratic National Party went along with Hillary Clinton and spied on a current sitting U.S. president. That's, uh, that's about as treasonous as you can get. Like, let, let, let's forget about all the times that Dr. Anthony Fauci has lied to Congress and he's not in jail. Let's not forget that. It seems like once you get one of these posts in, in, in Washington, D.C., you have to do something pretty heinous to be kicked out for it. By the way, two more Democrats have decided to retire, some broad from Long Island, proving once again that more of these Democrats that are representatives or senators are dropping like flies, which has to mean something. Remember how we were talking about this yesterday, how it's, oh, look over here, don't look here. I've never seen this many different representatives and congressmen and women resign or not run for re-election the next office. It's Anthony Fucky. I'm sorry. I apologize, Special Kale. If I was president, I would stockpile millions of guns on the border, give them away to the Mexican citizens so they can combat the cartels. Is that not a great idea? All guns would be the ones seized by those who had them illegally. Not a bad idea, but the problem is, is that then our, our borders are going to have to be shored up by the military, which I imagine you don't have a problem with, and I don't have a problem with that either, just to make sure they don't take those guns we give them and then come into America and shoot us up. Who's going to send her to jail? You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg? <laughs> Nobody's talking about this. The only people are right-wing conservative, like, you know, Fox News is talking about it. That's it. They're going back to this idea that if only one network's talking about it, it's it's poppycock. 
even though every network knows exactly what's going on, and if they say anything, they're fucked. Oh, I forgot to mention the wall would be complete with no way of getting in, LOL. Okay, then fine, yeah, give them guns. Let's also give guns to the Afghanis to fight the Soviet Union. What's the worst that could happen? Ah, uh, Urias is in the house. Good morning. Got called into my boss's office this morning on a whim and was told they're considering me now for two different promotions. And which one uh, did I lean towards? So nice to be valued. Love it here in Oklahoma. Good for you. That's awesome. Congratulations, Urias. Yeah, I think the business of America giving guns away to quote-unquote allies I think we've learned our lesson there. Hey, they're not invading this country, so who cares, LOL. Well, they will be. They're going to take those guns. See, uh, like, like this is all that's happened. Like, the, 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 there is a drug cartel. There's a lot of cartels. And, yes, I, I still support all the cartels. This is one that I know of, and they're called the Zetas. And the Zetas actually is a military group that was trained by our military. They used to be all like federales and all part of the Mexican military. And we trained them how to combat against these cartels. So they used all that training and they formed their own cartel. I, I, I mean, that, that is just the world's biggest... Nope, borders closed. Eagle should have told you. I must be doing my fucking job. Yes, you are. Arise, you are living up to the... Do your fucking job. So they won't have to say, hey, get all your stuff. And your little dog, too. <laughs> and your little dog, too. <laughs> Love it. Love that preacher. Uh, yeah, so the Democrats are keeping their mouths shut on that. I know that's no real big surprise there. Um, now this story, I saw this story two days ago and then yesterday it blew up a little bit more. Um, a New York woman who received a stem cell transplant has become the third person to be cured of HIV. Uh, I would probably say the fourth because we all know Magic Johnson ain't got it no more. What happened with Obama and Eric Holder giving cartels guns in order to track them? Fast and furious, yep. The woman who had an acute myeloid leukemia received stem cells from an umbilical cord and has been in remission and free of the virus for 14 months. She's no longer taking uh, anti-retroviral therapy drugs used to fight HIV. Nearly 38 million people in the world have taken antiviral drugs to control their HIV. This is now the third person to report a cure of this happening. So is this going to be a thing? That proves that Magic Johnson sucks the umbilical cords of aborted children. It takes a Laker to show what a monster that team is. Look, I, I, I have always joked about this, and, and something has never added up for me. 
I remember being a kid, not 2018. I remember the day Magic retired. It was a sad day. Magic was a big endorser for 7-Up, Dr. Pepper 7-Up, same building. I was going to pick my mom up, and I'll never forget when Dr. Pepper had their building here in Dallas. Their original building was kick-ass. And now it's a Kroger store, which is just a fucking sin. They moved to another really nice building, and they had a big Dr. Pepper sign on the building. And when you went upstairs to, like, the, the last ten floors of the building, that was all Dr. Pepper. And you'd see all the ads and, and all the pictures of people. And I remember going in that day because I had to my mom downstairs. And I remember walking by the Magic Johnson 7-Up sign, and I, and I was very sad because I liked Magic. I've always liked Magic, and, and I was sad that his career was coming to an end because he had HIV. But about six months later, he played in the NBA All-Star game and won the MVP because he scored 50 points. And then years went on. And you, and you saw things, like, like if you watch the movie Dallas Buyers Club, you see what happened back then. You got HIV. It was fast track. You got HIV, you're probably going to get AIDS. Well, Mr. Johnson never got it, and Mr. Johnson's been gaining weight and looking healthier every single day. Had a big Super Bowl party in his box at SoFi Stadium. Now, do I do I dislike him? for No, no, because I think what he did, I honestly do believe this. I believe he went to Europe, and he bought a concoction over in Europe, did some testing. Eddie Van Halen did a lot of... Uh, Cancer treatments in Germany. Farrah Fawcett did lots of cancer treatments in Germany. Because they had stuff that wasn't FDA approved there. And they were willing to try that stuff out. Do you guys see the new legislation introduced that would require all employees in California to get the jab? AB 1993. Wow. Difference between them giving cartel and citizens who are tired of it, and my policy would open and not covered up. Teehee, I say the Mexicans fight for their country. Make it a good place to live again. Tequila shots for everyone. Woo! See, that's the problem. Do you want to know what the problem is? This is the problem. All these countries want to be like America. Okay? Or a lot of countries want to be like America. But you can't. And here's the reason why. We fought for everything we have. We first fought against the the British. Then we fought ourselves. Nobody came to our aid when we were fighting for ourselves. We fought for ourselves when we made our country. We have to bail everybody out. Look, look, Look at the Middle East. We've talked about this. We talked about this when they allowed a fucking a terrorist group to now become a government. The Taliban is a terrorist group that has become a government of Afghanistan. And why is that? Is because Afghanis will not stand up for themselves. And this is partially our fault too. It's the human nature. We have to we have to understand that human nature is different all around the world. Afghanis go with the strongest tribe. So if we're not there anymore, they're going to go with the Taliban because at that point, at that point, the Taliban's the strongest tribe. So they aren't going to stand up for themselves. 
And I'm tired of helping these people that will not help themselves. South Park already debunked the whole Magic AIDS thing. Magic has just injected a shitload of cash to cure himself of HIV. I've already chosen this hill to die on. I will never get the jab. They will have to tie me to the chair and force it in my arm. Good yeah, good for you. Good morning, sassy Pammy. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, uh, we were told by my high school PE teacher that magic stood for my ass got infected coach. Well, I had a joke come out. I, I did a joke, you know, when Greg Luganus Greg Luganus came out after Magic and said that he was HIV positive too. And I, I told the joke on the air and it was pretty well received at the time. Still pretty good. Uh how did Greg Luganus get HIV? Doing magic. See? See doing magic. Get it? Butt sex. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Super Bowl LVI, is that 56, 46, 56? Attracted an average of 112 million viewers. That's up. Well, actually, uh, no, it's not up. Uh, Super Bowl seven, uh, 2017, uh, Atlanta and New England got 113 million a lot of people watch it. This is one of the most watched Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Last year, only 96 million people watched. So congratulations to them. But the best part about this is a story that came out yesterday. <laughs> and we have, we, we, we have to play the game. We have to play. You make the call. Okay. Is Matthew Stafford a dick or not? And I'm posting the video here for everybody to see. Matthew Stafford, they they were having their parade or whatever yesterday in downtown L.A. And Matt Stafford's up on stage, right? He's taking pictures, I guess, like with, you know, season ticket holders or whatever. He's up there... He's taking pictures. There he is. Oh, and this woman falls off the stage. And Matthew Stafford just looks at her and goes, oh, my God, and then walks the other way. I mean, he totally went the other way. He he, bel- he bolted on her. Boom. So if you watch the video, you can see that. So we have to, we have to ask the question, is Matthew Stafford a dick? You make the call. Thanks to the Biden president, 50 cents is now quarter. Shit, that motherfucker's a dollar now. He has gotten big. There's your NFL hero, America. Yeah, and this lady's like like next to him. She's got a blue blazer on, a hat backwards, and she's just looking as, as Matthew Stafford just turns around and goes the other way. Scott says he's a dick. All right, so yeah. What call did you make? Okay, he, yeah, he's a dick. All right, yeah, fair enough. No, he just has good comedic timing. <laughs> it was pretty goddamn funny. He's not a medical professional. Nope, with the lunatics nowadays, I'd stay away from that incident. All right, all right, fair enough. 
Fair enough. By the way, uh, oh, well, I'll save that one. I'll save that one. It's okay. She fell, but Jared Goff was down on the ground looking for loose change and caught her. Oh, you know what? I have to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to take a break here. <laughs> We're going to come back. Holy cow. It just sprung up on me. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I heard she broke her back. Holy shit. Well, it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Sometimes it seems so useless to remain. But you don't have to call me darling, darling. You never Call me Waylon Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore phone book and I've seen it on signs where I play but the only time I know I'll hear David Allen Cole is when Jesus has his final judgment day named Steve Goodman wrote that song and he told me it was the perfect country and western song I wrote him back a letter and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk 
Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song, and he sent it to me. And after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song. And I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station in the pickup truck, she got robbed over by a damned old train.
Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see, Arnie. You said you don't think you like any of Kanye's music. I think his best song was Gold Digger. Can you play it next break, please? I can't play it today. I do not have it. So uh, let me work on acquiring it, and I will see. Probably not going to play it, though, because I do not like Kanye West at all. But hey, maybe we'll see. Uh, all right. So today's Mount Rushmore. We have to do this here, and then we'll do stories, and then we'll do the other half at the end of the break. Then we'll do the last break of the show and then come back to find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore is. But first, these are the best Super Bowl halftime performances, personally, in my opinion, and the way they are ranked. But here we go. In our first matchup, are we ready? Let's get it on! We are ready, okay. In our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am giving you what I have put as the number one seed, and that is... The halftime show from Super Bowl XLI. What is that, 41? Super Bowl 41 in Miami, Florida. Between the Indianapolis Colts and the Chicago Bears, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Prince taking on one of the bazillion other games that happened in Miami as well. 
taking on The Who. Prince Halftime Show versus The Who. Ask family, who ya got? Self Prince moves on. Next matchup. We have a battle from a Super Bowl, I believe, 40, the year before Prince. The Super Bowl happened in Detroit that year, so they had to give him a decent halftime show. And they gave him the Rolling Stones. Now, a few years earlier, down in Tampa, Florida, down during Super Bowl 35, that's when Aerosmith graced the halftime show. So I'm asking you, Ask Family, in the battle of the Super Bowl halftime shows, the Rolling Stones versus Aerosmith, who ya got? matchup is one of the greatest Super Bowl games ever played when the Dallas Cowboys beat the Buffalo Bills 52-17. to National anthem that year was Garth Brooks. That was the first year they started with big celebrities at halftime, and that big celebrity that started it all off was the King of Pop, a name he gave himself, himself, the one and only, hee-hee, Michael Jackson. And he is taking on halftime show from Super Bowl 39. This is a truly ebony versus ivory matchup. He is taking on Sir Paul McCartney. Michael Jackson versus Paul McCartney. Ask family, who ya got?
liking all the names for Michael Jackson, by the way. Jackson moves on. Our final matchup in the first round. After this, we will find out who gets up on the Mount Rushmore. Our next matchup is a battle of the ladies. Will it be the show that Janet Jackson showed her nipple off? That was Super Bowl 38 in Houston, Texas, when Justin Timberlake ripped off. Janet Jackson exposed a nipple. Or will it be when Katy Perry had that goddamn shark on stage at Super Bowl 49 in Arizona? Janet Jackson versus Katy Perry ass family. Who you got? <laughs> that caused all the change in radio, even though radio had nothing to do with it. Janet Jackson moves on. Miss Nasty, if you will. So now, here we go. To find out who ends up on the Mount Rushmore. First matchup is set. Will it be the man, the myth, the legend, gone way too soon, Prince? Taking on Aerosmith where the dude wants to look like a lady, and so does Prince. Prince versus Aerosmith ass family. Who ya got? ourselves a winner ladies and gentlemen boys and girls put your hands together the first member of the Mount Rushmore of best halftime shows is Prince 
Now, who will be joining Prince on this mountain? We will find out right here, right now. Will it be the king of pop? Will it be Michael Jackson? Or will it be his sister? This is a family matchup. Oh, my God, it's Hatfields and McCoys. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Jackson versus Janet Jackson. Who ya got? Jackson joins Prince on the Mount Rushmore of greatest halftime shows. Round two is coming up in just a little bit. Oh, my gosh. What a first round that was, ladies and gentlemen. Holy crap, Ola. Now we have some news maybe out of the Super Bowl or the football world. Sad news to report. When we say the names, Aaron Rodgers and Shaylee Woodley. We can no longer play this song. Strangers in the night. Yep, yep, yep. (sighs) They have ended their relationship just one year after going public with their romance. Shailene Woodley, 30, and Aaron Rodgers are no longer together. They have ended their engagement. While Shailene is supportive of Aaron's career, he put football first, and they were barely spending any time together. She felt neglected in their relationship. Neither of them were happy. By the way, hey, 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 honey. What, did, did you think he was going to skip a game and, and, like, hang out with you? Oh, Aaron, can you come and help protest this natural gas line? It's on a Sunday in November. She couldn't take another loss to the Niners. Aaron, who is, quote, an independent guy, the source noted, got cold feet about his impending nuptials. They just couldn't make it work out. There were too many obstacles. They're both adults and decided to part amicably. All right. He's Aaron Rodgers. He could have done better. Twister says, good for him. That was one of the ugly-ass girl. An elite NFL quarterback deserves way better. See, here's the thing I don't get. Like, like. 
like the whole Pam and Tommy thing. Like I, I'm, I'm up to date on the most current episode of Pam and Tommy over on Hulu. And they've got this girl made up to where she really does look like Pam Anderson, like but made up Pam Anderson all the time, back in the day. I got. I just have to ask. I mean, look, I I know that that Tommy Lee had an enormous penis, but I got to meet Tommy Lee a couple times, and I got to tell you, Tommy Lee stunk. All right, he actually smelled. He was friendly enough. I, I'm not going to say he was nice. He was very amicable. He was very friendly. Came to the radio station a couple times, a real pro. Not a guy I'd think I'd hang out with. Mainly because of the stink. I, I, I mean, like, you know, they used to have competitions on who could go the longest without showering. And I, I'm sorry. Like, Pam Anderson, you're going to be with that guy? Yeah, yeah you're, you're, all, you're all crudded up down there now. Parted like ten year old butt cheeks under Michael Jackson's request. Maybe she should date Jimmy G Spot. <laughs> oh, Jimmy G gets hot chicks. Jimmy G ain't going for her. So yeah, that that story was everywhere yesterday. So I figured if I have to see it, then you know what, you do too. Now. Now, look, look, we don't spend enough today. And, and you know what? This is my fault. And let me just say, ask family, I'm sorry. I apologize. Does he smell like how he looks? He's like, he smells like what? Like B.O.? Like just B.O. And, and, and cigarette smoke? Yes. Jenna Jameson is still the worst. Jenna Jameson came to the studio and she smelled like B.O. And like CVS perfume. That's what she smelled, and bad perfume. She didn't even wear the good, like, Victoria's Secret stripper perfume. She she was awful. But there's somebody that we don't make enough fun of on this show, and I and I and it's, it's my fault because I just find him to be so repulsive, but we need to make fun of him some more. She can't date Jimmy G., He'd aim for a cooch and start fucking a cushion instead. Either that or someone else would intercept her and run off. Um, that person we need to make more fun of is Mark Zuckerberg. We don't make enough fun of Mark Zuckerberg. We really, really don't. And it's been made apparent to me that now we got to start because it, I never thought Mark Zuckerberg could ever land on the cool guy table. The cool guy table, you can't penetrate with money. Okay? It, look, look, look. I've told you stories of the cool guy table. You know what the cool guy table is. Let, let, let's go over it again just real fast. It's where cool guys go. And gals. Gals can be a part of the cool guy table. Okay? You own an island, you're cool. No, no, no. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay? Cool guy table is it, you're invited into the cool guy table. Okay, that that's how it works. You're invited in. You can't buy your way in. You can't buy an island. And say, look at me, I'm cool. No, because we look at that like you know the 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 cool guy table's been around since elementary school. We all know it's been around since elementary school. And the reason why that Mark Zuckerberg cannot ever 
Me at the cool guy table is because he's told the staff at Meta they're called they're now called MetaMates. See, this is like he's playing like like the whole Facebook building is a big fort. He's a dork. He has always been a dork. He will always be a dork. Not that there's anything wrong with being a dork. But Jesus, we're going to call you MetaMates now. <laughs> Here's a foil hat for you to wear. Neener, neener. Stop it. They've announced new corporate values for Facebook's parent company, including move faster together and build awesome things. Well, build awesome things. I I guess this is why he's a genius, because I would have just came up with a slogan of don't build crap. (laughs) Every time there's a story about him, I move further and further away from him. Zuckerberg renamed Facebook to Meta last year, creating a parent company for some of the largest social media apps, including WhatsApp and Instagram. Yeah, it's still Facebook. So you, you, you want to change your little name? Okay, that's fine. Change it to Meta. But, but, but you know what you call those, those people that work at Meta? You call them employees. You don't call them metamates. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh God, I hate when dorks think they're halfway cool. That 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 always results in bad times. <laughs> they can't build shit. I emailed them a month ago trying to fix their advertising page so I could pay them to advertise my music. They never fixed it or responded. Call them metabaters. That's pretty much what they are. Why is there a picture of of Nicole Kidman, like, trying to be sexy for Vanity Fair? Can can we have an open... Is Nicole Kidman sexy? This is something I've never thought of. Like I've never rubbed one out to to Nicole Kidman. Is Nicole? I, I I mean I saw her in public once and I said wolf because she has the biggest forehead known to mankind. She puts Peyton Manning's forehead to shame. But is is I, I've never thought about that. Is she sexy? Like like Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift sexy? I've always seen Taylor Swift as like a, a punk kid who who is terrible in bed, and that's why all these guys dump her ass. Oh, th- this is like a fourteen head. Like if she's got her, this is why she always wears her hair down. She pulls that shit back. You start to see the movie that they, that they're playing on it. That bitch has got a giant forehead. She gave me a dirty look when I wolfed at her. I was in Bloomingdale's. It was at Century City Mall. And I was going to the Rose Bowl that week. 
and I saw her walk in and out, and I was like, I, she walked right by me, and I said, Wolf. But I've never considered her. She was pretty hot in Days of Thunder. Was she hot in that? Like, I love that movie. That movie, that movie's fantastic. Randy Quaid's talking about made us look like a monkey fucking a football in that movie. I love that movie. Goddamn Robert Duvall's in that movie. I love Robert Duvall. Rowdy Gaines, they were trying to make him like Dale Earnhardt. Too bad Dale Earnhardt fucking doesn't get head injuries. He just dies. He ain't going to fuck around with that injury. He's just going to go ahead and croak. Because Dale Earnhardt doesn't fuck around. He either does it or he does it. That was a great movie. I love the movie Days of Thunder. But was she hot in it? Was she sexy? She's one of those kind of ambiguous chicks you look at and you go, eh. Like Uma Thurman's a sexy chick. She's not really a pretty chick, but she's got sexiness to her. Y'all say that Scarlett Johansson's hot. I don't know where y'all are seeing that. I still don't get that one. As I'm looking at this, let's see. Isla Fisher, she's not hot either. That's what's her name? That, that's Wedding Crasher chick. Uh, Tyler Wood's girlfriend. Determined compliment each other. I want to see what she looks like. You got a bigger picture of her. Man, Tiger could do so much better than this gal. He's probably putting in her butt, though, and that's all that matters. What else we got? No, that's it. That's all the chicks I want to move. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's another one. Reese Witherspoon. Is we is Reese Wither Is Reese Witherspoon hot? I I I mean I get they're they're, they're attractive. They they they're they're good looking gals. They clean up okay. But hot? Hot? Back in when Angelina Jolie, before she got crazy and adopted the rest of the world, she was hot. Carmen Electra, hot. More the girl next door. Is that Reese you're talking about? Okay. I don't know. Just going through this, and I saw that picture where they're trying to make Nicole Kidman sexy, and I'm like, please don't. Please don't. Don't do that to us. Now, I found this article about, and, and I haven't done it yet. I just saw the headline, and I said, okay, why not? Let's do this on the show. We play music on the show. We talk about shit on the show. What your music choice says about your personality. This is from Cambridge University. They did a study that links between musical preferences and personalities worldwide. The first two people they talk about, the first one is Ed Sheeran. His song Shivers appeals to extroverts. While Nirvana fans are neurotic. I would be careful. I would be really careful 
I would not say anything bad about Nirvana fans because they could be pushed them over the edge. Like my joke today. One of my jokes today is, did you hear about the new pizza for emos? Yeah, it cuts itself. Ah, yes, Ed Sheeran, it means you're a lumpy, overrated gay. Now come on, Ed Sheeran. I mean, come on. Yeah, look, look, look. You ain't you ain't getting down when you're driving around, and all of a sudden, you know, you pop on the old radio, and this comes on. I found a love. I mean, the windows ain't coming down, and you're screaming. me, darling, just dive right in. Follow my lead. Yeah, I'm usually already in the next song by that. Researchers led by the University of Cambridge found that Ed Sheeran's song Shivers is as likely to appeal to extroverts in the UK as those living in Argentina. Oh, fuck. They, where? In Argentina? You can't, you, you, you can't say that. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Those with neurotic traits in the U.S. are just as likely to be into this song as people in Denmark and South Africa. Listening to Madonna means you're unaware of just how many STDs you're receiving <laughs> mail in your body. <laughs> I love Nirvana and go target shooting. Coincidence? Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, agreeable people over the world will tend to like this song. Crappy song. This wasn't even a good song from that movie. Tell me something, girl. Okay, thank you. Are you thank you, Bradley Cooper. Um, but it doesn't matter where a conscientious person lives, they are unlikely to enjoy if you're a conscientious person. You will not like anything this band. By the way, this study was done in more than 50 countries and 350,000 people. The big traits that they listed that they were going after were the uh, the main points were uh, openness. This is about having an appreciation for emotion, 
conscientiousness. People who are conscientious are more likely to be organized and dependable. Extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. So let's see. Uh, anybody else they mention in here? This is kind of a dumb study. Uh, Cowboys Girl says like them all. Rage Against the Machine is still fucking badass, so they're communist. Yeah. It would, I, I, I mean, I'm glad that I can say I've seen them because now that I know how bad politically they are, I really wouldn't want to go to a concert of theirs now because you know they're going to they're gonna talk. Okay, researchers said they focused on Western music because it's the most listened to. Yeah, it's the only one people can understand. I, I mean, well... There is one song. You you know what? They they should have tested this song. I'm just telling you right now. You test this motherfucker out. You're gonna get people to like the party. songs I've ever seen that list everything. It's mellow. It's cool. You can listen to that right there if you're just trying to bump it on a lazy, rainy day. Unpretentious. 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 Very relaxing. Yeah, he's not feeling himself in there. He's unpretentious. Sophisticated. Hello. He uses talking about bouncing bananas and playing Yahtzee. It's intense. You, you can hear the fire in that young man's belly. Contemporary? Yeah, it sounds like today's hip-hop. I liked it. Bouncy banana like a motherfucker. The beat is caused by Afghans falling out of the sky. The Afghan Skydiving Club. So there you go. That's what your music choices mean, I guess. I, I got, I've got a few of these stories of what this means and what that means. Like this next fantastic story about body language. What to be instantly irresistible, want to be ir- instantly irresistible, body language experts reveal the gestures that make you look more attractive, including showing off your thumbs and tilting your head, but never cross your arms. They say, oh, oh they're going to give you the do's and do nots. How about a do here? 
do the head tilt. Like flapping out your 12-inch cock. I think that would be a good one there. Tilting your head slightly to the side is not only a classic flirting technique, but makes you look more attractive. Well, fuck, I'm going to walk around with my head fucking stuck to the side then. The tilt is an animal gesture of playfulness and fun. By putting your features in an angle, also flatters your face. Okay. So do tilt your head. Do the upturned V-gap. Okay, the next move is subtle but powerful. The right size of gap under your armpits will make you look self-confident. Huh? In your armpits? People are looking at your armpits? I ain't looking at your stinky-ass nasty pits. Making sure you ain't got no hair there if you're a gal. It throws out signals of being comfortable in your own skin, but without veering into arrogance or ego. If you're sitting in a chair, place your elbows on the arms. Or if you're sitting at a bar, lean one elbow out onto the bar and raise both hands slightly as you gesture to push your elbows gently away from your ribs. I, 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 I have no idea what any of that means. All this shit is meaningless unless you have a gargoyle face or a blob. Or if you're surrounded by money. So look like you have invisible lat syndrome. Oh, here's a big one here. The backward glance. This is one looking over your shoulder. I tell you this right now. If I ever went to Sears and they were taking my damn picture... And they said, hey, can you turn your back and look over your shoulder? I'd probably punch them. That's about the stupidest thing I ever heard. So I got to turn my back to look at you because that's sexy? That's dumb. Throwing a quick look back over your shoulder at the other person as you walk away to make coffee, pour drinks, or even pop to the loo. Yeah, yeah, give me a look while you're about to go take a shit. Thanks. I appreciate that. Do you know how unfucking natural I look right now trying to get a proper V gap at my desk? Oh, Arnie, that armpit hair comment was toxic masculinity. Well, thank you. I appreciate you recognizing that. Now, here's one that I don't understand. Number four, show off your thumbs. Uh, They say it might be a surprise to some. Keeping your thumbs in view is an attractive trait. Not for Megan Fox, it ain't. Got them big old big toe thumbs that she got. There's no need to display all your fingers as you speak or stand. If you're wearing false nails, they can look like claws. But the thumb should always be on display. Not only does it slightly curve backwards or cock thumb signal approval and interest, what, a thumbs up? Yeah, but not a lot of people are walking down with their heads down, thumbs up. One good way to achieve this is tuck your hands into your pockets or your jeans, but keep the thumbs dangling out. 
Wait, 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 am I am I trying to prove that I'm a greaser or I'm a soch? That's stupid. My fucking hands are cold. Guess what? My thumbs are going to be cold. Thumbs are going in the damn pockets. It looks elegant and sexy to keep your thumbs out. That's stupid. All right, here we go. Last one of the do's here. You know what's sexy as fuck? Clench your face, stick out your butt slightly, and after the fart, make a relaxed smile of confidence. The ladies love that. Push your shoulders down to create a long neck and arch your back slightly. Why? Why? Pulling your shoulders down can make your posture look rigid and unnatural, but pushing them downward will create an impression of relaxed confidence. Do you think that we are really paying attention to that? Because I ain't. All right, here we go. Some don'ts. Don't cross your legs at the ankle. Subliminal attempt to look cute and vulnerable looks badly out of place on the modern dating scene. To look more attractive, the expert said, to stand with your feet a few inches apart with your weight evenly balanced on each leg. Yeah, because we want to see if you got a gap. If you got the thigh gap, you're in. Another big no-no. Crossing your arms. This old fucking psych trick. Oh, this makes you look like you're you're, you're, you're guarded. You're not going to let anybody in. Fine by me. And it's torso hiding. Okay. The last one they said, uh, do not put both hands on the hips, elbows pushed out. The gesture might make your breasts look bigger because that's what I'm going for each and every day is to make my breasts look bigger. But more importantly, it also mimics the state of aggressive arousal that will make it look like, though, you're up for a fight. Bring it on. Bring it on with your hands on your hips. This is so dumb. How do these people become experts? How do you become a body language expert? Did you fail out of chiropractor school or something? I'm a body language expert. No, you're not. There's no such thing. That's dumb. Our final one here. This one, I just got to laugh at this title. Are you heartbroken after a breakup? Well, yes. Most of the time, people are heartbroken after a breakup. Seven steps to getting over a breakup. Psychologists reveal the tips that really work from making a roadmap to success to not talking to your ex, but you don't need to unfollow them on Instagram. Why are you still following them? Dr. Rumina Taylor is an award-winning clinical psychologist based in London. 
Experts spoke to about the deal with a heartbreak following a breakup, suggesting those suffering after a split should avoid social media platforms. Yes, yes, they should. Way to go, expert. All right, here we go. Here are the seven steps. You ready? You're going through a messy breakup? You're going through a messy breakup? Put your needs first. The doctor says, remember, you're both hurting. Therefore, being kind to yourself and prioritizing your needs is key. If you feel this way, reach out to friends and loved ones and don't be afraid to ask for time to talk, support, or just be in someone else's company. So there you go. Put your needs first. Well, yeah, because that other person ain't even in your life no more. So why do I care? I don't. Rip biceps show that you can hold her securely while performing the Kentucky Upper Decker Double Blumpkin. When you said aggressive arousal, I thought it meant a person that gets hard on when he gets pissed off. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, in the immortal words of Rodney, come on, you, you know we got we we if we have it for Rodney, we're gonna we're gonna play it if I have it. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know where it went. Let's okay. Let's get rid of her. It's under that. It's under steps. Yep, that's it right there. There we go. The immortal words of Rodney Dangerfield. I hope you die of ass cancer. No, that's not it. No, 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 no. And your little dog, too. No. You got to look out for number one. Right. But don't step at number two. There you go. All right. So that, that that's tip one. Tip two, don't keep in touch. It just prolongs the breakup. I've never understood this. I, I, I've never understood it, and, and I'm not going to pin this on women. This ain't just on you gals out there. I've seen plenty of guys do this shit. Let's say I had a friend. Let's say that his name was, I don't know, make something up, Donnie. And uh, a girlfriend that he had broken up with just started showed up at his bar where he was working, and destroyed his 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 lights and his truck with a bat. Now th- that one you, you don't want to keep talking to that person because that person's crazy. There's no way that those two would get married and last for 25 years. I know we're all still shocked. Yeah. Once you break off, let, let me just say right now, cut bait. Get out of there. You're broken up? No. It's because people want to hook up later. Holy shit, Donnie dated Carrie Underwood? Eh, not really, but, yeah, I mean, she was an attractive girl at one point. Not much anymore, but, uh, yeah, I think, you, Alicia, you nailed that one. They, they don't want to break up because they still want to have some ass to get. Just break up. Move on. Next tip, avoid social media. Man, I wish I could say that about everything. Avoid social media. Social media is a place where I go to promote the show and to maybe throw a little fun out there every now and then. I don't like getting people that want to respond and and challenge me on things, because usually the shit that I put up, I'm, I'm putting up really stupid stuff. 
and I don't need to have a conversation with it. So I think that one's a great one there. Stay off social media because you know you're going to say something about your ex. Or you're going to see something, and it's going to bother you. And you're going to get pissed. And all the work that you've done is going to get thrown out the window because you're going to call them up and go, what did you mean by your post? What does that shit mean? When you break up, remember, nobody will love you like your hand. Amen. Amen to that. Now, I, I let, let, let's just go ahead and avoid this one because this one sounds kind of gay. Write down a list of your strengths. <sighs> I'm charming. I'm easy to get along with. Shut up. Don't do that. Don't write down your strengths. You already know your strengths. Just move on. Here you go. In, instead of writing down your strengths, how about you sack the fuck up? Watch an engaging film or try an exercise class. Why the fuck do I want to try an exercise class? Why am I punishing myself? If you have to write down a list of your strengths, you need a counselor. Uh, my assets, my money, big house with no kids, and the cock that can barely fit into a pair of jeans. <laughs> Ready for a new relationship? Make a roadmap to success. Don't do that. Don't don't actually draw out like a vision board or a roadmap to success in a relationship. Is the end of the map the, 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 the location of Pound Town? What if writing is not your strength? Then, then stay away from it. And if you can't draw road maps, don't do that one either. Good God. Those all suck. Those were lame as shit. Speaking of lame as shit. This has just come out. Tom Hanks' retarded son, Chet. Here's Chet doing an interview. This guy, this guy is the he's the embodiment of, of, of Billy Carter and Roger Clinton. That's how stupid this kid is. I didn't have like a, a strong male role model to tell me that. To tell me, hey, bro. These people, they're just jealous of you. You have all these things that they want, so they're trying to throw their shade at you so you can feel shitty about yourself because they're jealous. I needed to hear that. I don't have anyone to tell me that. This is me. So he's pretty much calling his dad out. He's saying Tom Hanks isn't a strong role model. I mean, did, did, do I need Colin Hanks to tell me that, that Tom Hanks ain't the strongest male role model? If he became a preacher, he'd be holy chet. To get whatever happened to get over someone, get under someone else. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Uh, let's continue with chet. Version of myself, what he needed to hear. It wasn't until I got older that I fully realized that 
in hindsight because as a kid, we don't have anything to compare our experiences to. We accept our reality as being the ultimate reality. It takes us growing up and looking at things from a different perspective to understand the ins and outs of our experience. So if Shut up, man. I swear I hate artists. And he, he fancies himself kind of a rapper. How about, look, 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 look. I can dislike Tom Hanks' political beliefs and all that kind of stuff. But let me just say this right now. Hey, hey there, Chet. Hey there, yo, yo, dollar bill, what's up, yo? How did you pay for all them tattoos you got? How do you how do you afford that big old apartment you got there? What it looks like in downtown Los Angeles? How do you afford that? Is that something that Daddy is buying with his money? Because if he is, then I just got two words for you, my friend. Just two words. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, dummy! Shut up, dummy! Fuck you too! And and your little dog too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly. I don't like this guy. I know he pretends he's a rapper sometimes, and he does stuff. Oh, there he is flexing his muscle because he's yoked, but he's not. Just shut up. Just shut up. And hey, hey, Chet, you're not, you're, you're not Jamaican. He likes to talk with the Jamaican accent. He likes to culturally appropriate the Japanese or the the uh, Jamaican people. How about you just stop there, young man? Just, just, just look. Well, I, I tell you, I've got a new pet peeve. I got a new pet peeve, everybody. And I, I I've noticed this pet peeve is growing ever since I joined uh uh what you call it TikTok. Because a lot of these celebrity kids have their own TikTok pages. And by the way, just because you're the kid of a celebrity, that does not make you a celebrity. I mean, like, if you're Steve Martin's son and, and you're a podiatrist, you're not, you're not a celebrity, you're a podiatrist. And I thought Chet was a helpline guy from India. <laughs> this guy makes Peter Scolari look cool. Yeah, Chet's a dork. Chet, he is such an idiot. Got busted a couple years ago saying the N-word. By the way, he hasn't been canceled because, well, he's nobody. Like Tom Hanks' other son, first of all, looks like him and is an actor. Chet's a rapper that looks like he, he wants to be Eminem, but he's like the Wish version of Eminem. He's not even Machine Gun Kelly. How sad is that? You want to talk about a guy who sucks. That's the guy who sucks right there. Good old Machine Gun Kelly. Rat-tat-tat-tat-tat. Idiot. Uh, all right. Here we go. Let's see. Was it WWE? Okay, I already got that. Got good, 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 good. Okay, let's uh, let let's move to round two, shall we? We get we we gotta get back on track with things here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. It, it is, is time. time. 
for Celebrity and Round 2. Greatest halftime shows of all time. Now, if, if you're with us in the first part of the break, you know that Prince and Michael Jackson have moved on to the finals. We are going to find out right here, right now, who joins them. Let's get it on. Ooh, that was all timed out real well. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the second round of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Greatest Super Bowl halftime shows. We may get to the worst tomorrow. It depends on how Tommy and I are doing. Our first one up is the main performer of Super Bowl, uh, what is this, 46 in Indianapolis. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you the material girl, Madonna, taking on the headliner from San Diego Super Bowl, Super Bowl 37, when Shania Twain did it. Madonna versus Shania Twain. Ass family. Who you got? are tied up. We only got a few seconds left. People, I need a winner. There it is. There it is. She's pulling away. The material girl has pulled away, ladies and gentlemen. Madonna moves on. Madonna moves on. Next one up was the halftime show 10 years after 9-11 happened. And what a better band to have up there than a political band like you 2 Super Bowl in New Orleans. Another Super Bowl that had a very political guy was Super Bowl 43 in Tampa. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Bruce Springsteen. You two versus Bruce Springsteen. Ask family. Who you got? matchup. We have the headliner from Super Bowl 51 in Houston. The one and only poker face Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga 
taking on the halftime performer from Super Bowl XLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLLL
Things are all tied up here. Only a few seconds left. Oh my God, look at that at the end, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, U2, U2 moves on. Wow. In our final matchup, ladies and gentlemen, for the matchup of Greatest Super Bowl Halftime Show, will it be... Will it be Lady Gaga or will it in fact be I've got to find the damn music now. If I can find the music, then I'll be good. Will it be? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. I'm still fucking with you. Yeah. Still waters run deep. Yeah. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I.A. Damn right. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? I'm crip walking as we speak. Lady Gaga versus, versus Dr. Dre and Snoop. Ass family. Ass family. Hiya. Who you got? ourselves a winner ass family oh my god ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it is official it is official dr dre moves on dr dre and snoop move on so the mount rushmore is now set prince michael jackson you two and dr dre we will find out at the end of the next break who moves on and who will be the face of the Mount Rushmore of Super Bowl halftime shows. What a day it's been. Oh, glory be. We are back to doing celebrity-ass death matches. Tommy's here tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. I mean, come on. <laughs>
Michael Jackson, U2, and uh, Dr. Dre. We will find out the greatest halftime show at the end of this show. But first, we have other stuff to get through, including, I got to read this. I've stayed away from this story. I've got to tell it now because now it's just too delicious. So, have you heard about the thing going on in Louisville, Kentucky right now? There is a, a there is a, a, a mayoral race happening there. And on Monday, Mayor Craig Greenberg was sitting in his office in his hang, head, hang, campaign headquarters there in Louisville. A dude walks in. Quintez Brown walks in, 21-year-old black man, walks in and opens fire. Start shooting up the place. Now. Now it gets delicious. So you're thinking to yourself, oh, man, this is a mayoral race and they're trying to take them out. Oh, it's bigger than that. His bond was uh, set at $100,000. So you got to pay $100,000. So he had a million-dollar bond, meaning he's got to pay 10% of it and agree to show up to court and wear an ankle monitor and all this, right? Guess who bailed him out? 
Are you ready? Are, is everybody sitting down? Little organization known as Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, run by uh, Chanel Helm, posted the full $100,000 to secure his release from behind bars. He will now have home incarceration with a fitted GPS monitor. By the way, Mr. Brown was hailed as a rising star by Barack Obama Foundation back in 2019. He's employed as a local newspaper columnist who blasted the police and gun laws and even hired repeatedly as a spokesperson on the U.S. race issues by Britain's prestigious BBC Public Broadcasting Service. It's Louisville, Arnie. Okay, I'm sorry, Louisville. 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 So, so what you're telling me is that Black Lives Matter will bail out, and, and I know that, oh, by the way, let me just say all that stuff that I said he did, he walked in there and opened fire, alleged. Even though there's like witnesses that saw it happen, they were pretty easy to spot this guy. Um, they haven't bought one meal for a black family. They haven't sent one black kid to a college. They haven't even addressed the word Chicago yet. But a guy who tries to assassinate a, a small town mayor, we got your back there. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. What a country, as Yakov Smirnoff once said. What a country. Oh, Brett, if you say defund BLM, you're racist. You racist son of a bitch, you. Oh, good. Fantastic. You know what? Let, we, we should just start doing this right here. We, 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 we should play this every day to this. As sands through the hourglass, so are the days of Kim, Kanye, and Pete's lives. Look, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm, I, I'm actually rooting for Kanye to do something really, really stupid. I know that's saying a lot, that Kanye has to do something really, really stupid. And I think he's, he's, he's capable of it. He promised Kim, Kanye did, that he would stop messing with her boyfriend, Pete, this week. But it happened again this morning. Kanye West attacked Pete Davidson on a post-snap of comedian jibing the rapper on jibbing, jibing. Got any more mental health jokes for me? This is... Uh, uh, can can 
can can we just tell the truth? Look, I'm gonna say it. I I I think that my taste in music is pretty good. I I have good ears. Kanye West has never been anything to me. Never. Like, and I know a lot of people say he's a genius rapper and all. I've never heard it. I I I I do. Uh, Cowboys Girl wanted me to play a Gold Digger song. I I don't have it. I'll, I'll try to find it, but his music is terrible. I love it when he doesn't take his meds. Oh, he he is. He's far more entertaining off his meds. I I just have to say. I I'm I'm doing this story as just to get it out of my system. Why do we care about the Kardashians so much? Like, no, I'm I'm being I'm being serious here. Like, like, like we we admire people like Magic Johnson or or Michael Jordan or today's celebrity. Let's use LeBron. People admire LeBron because he is a great basketball player. He he's not the greatest, but he's a great basketball player. I understand people admiring him for that. I understand people admiring Will Will Ferrell because he's funny, and his movies are funny. Why does why do people hold Kim Kardashian up as such a celebrity? She's never done anything. She made a shitty porn tape that her mother sold. And that's how she became popular. Anybody who likes Kim but talks shit about Jenna Jameson or anybody like that is just nothing more than a hypocrite. Jen Jameson came to prominence. Why? How? By fucking on screen. On, on, on screen. That's how Kim got it. I, I don't get it. I just don't. Can we lock Kanye, Gary Busey, Ron Artest, and Tom Sizemore in a house and see what batshit craziness they come up with? Man, I think they would all kill each other. I literally think the craziness in that room would kill them all. By the way, those guys are crazier than about any woman I've ever met. You could just put Kanye and Gary Busey in a room together. And you know it's going to pop off. It's going to pop off real quick. When, when Gary Busey walks up to Kanye and says, I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. It's on right then and there. It's on. Bye, Felicia. I mean, come on. Uh, don't forget they turned Bruce gay too. That that's true. Oh, look, the curse is amazing. I mean, the 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 Kardashian curse, which we will not go over today, but it's there. I just I I. Pfft. I am so lost at why these people are I, and and leading the entertainment shows like Extra and Access Hollywood Tonight and all those things. They lead that. Pete Davidson sucks on Saturday Night Live. He's terrible. He's not a funny stand-up comedian. Kim, she gives terrible oral sex. And then there's Kanye. Who raps? 
I don't know how he got discovered. Whoever discovered him should be kicked right in the nuts. You know, there's some guy somewhere right now that got passed over for Kanye. Who's a better rapper? He's probably bagging groceries somewhere. That was the last time Gary Busey was halfway sane was when he was filming Point Break. He's lost his mind since then. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. So, so are we all good? We all good? We're all caught up on the, the exploits of Kim and Kanye and Pete. I'm sorry, I have to throw Pete in there now, too. By the way, the lady that fell, I didn't realize that the lady that fell in that video when we were doing the Is Matt Stafford a Dick? She fractured, she broke her fucking back. Jesus, somebody, her kids must have stepped on a crack while they were talking to Matt Stafford. Before he made it as a rapper, he sold his beats. Jay-Z liked his beats. Ryan says, I attended a graduation ceremony in Chicago at the School of Art Institute of Chicago. The graduating class gave Kanye an honorary doctorate. That's all I want. That is all I want. I want for a college, he I don't care if it's from a college in, in Oklahoma. I need a doctorate of comedy. I need to get an honorary doctorate. Oh, my gosh. If I can get an honorary doctorate, then you'd have to call me Dr. States. Oh, I'd use that some bitch just like Bill Cosby did. Minus the quaaludes. Because you can't get quaaludes anymore. Oh, man, to get an honorary doctorate, that would be the ultimate. Doctor States. Oh, please please let that happen. Look, look, look. That could be my birthday present this year. Get me an honorary doctorate from a college. Hell, I'll go to the graduation ceremony. I'll be the keynote speaker. I'll be glad to speak to all them college kids. Arnie, kind of late uh, to the show. Did you talk about the shark? I talked about that yesterday. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. There, there were two shark attacks. One got after a camera guy, and then one just bit somebody in half. Yeah, we ended yesterday. <laughs> I will say Kim K has some decent nudes on Google. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Kanye is a glorified DJ Khaled. Oh, I hate that motherfucker. And you know what? I, there's a song of his that I actually halfway like, and it, it, it pisses me off. It, it, it makes me angry when I play it. But I do, I do still kind of like it. It's just DJ Khaled. Yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. That, 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 that's not a half bad song, but everything else he does is terrible. DJ Khaled is uh, DJ Khaled is, is is like a walking cancer. Rice says I'll work on it. Please do. I can see it now. Well, I'm a doctor, so I can definitely take a look at what some mental notes. Oh man, oh. 
By the way, there's a there's a threat out there that, that Vladimir Putin could be using chemical weapons. Fantastic. Boy, there's something to look forward to. You know, just like those chemical weapons that were used on us last in the last two years. Did I say that? I apologize. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is going on? Ed Sheeran can now build a burial chamber underneath the church being constructed in the grounds of his... What? A burial chamber at his house? What a weirdo. What a weirdo. All right. So we got the Matt Stafford thing. We got that. We got that. Okay. Lots of other stuff. To, uh, we we got to talk about this. Dr. States could be a partner with Dr. Pepper. There's no period after Dr. and Pepper, though. Look it up. Uh, there's an investigation now kind of underway. Not not a big investigation on the death of Bob Saget. Remember the death? Uh, it, it, we were all just stunned by it. And some people said, well, he had COVID. Yeah, he didn't die of COVID, though. He died of a... a, a a head injury. And the judge now has blocked the release of his death records after his family filed a lawsuit citing privacy concerns. They're saying that he hit his head on a hotel headboard. Hmm. Hmm. And he was staying at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. Gorgeous, lovely. I believe the Ritz-Carlton there has an RC machine. Um, Candace Cameron Bure, the eldest daughter on Full House, spoke to Fox and Friends the day Saget's family was granted a restraining order. Because the death raises a lot of questions. Now, are y'all picking up what I'm putting down about the headboard? And his wife wasn't with him on this tour? Huh. Huh. He suffered a severe skull fractures. Medical experts report showed that far more significant injuries than a bump to the head. It was like he was hitting the head with a bat. Now, now look, I'm just throwing this out there. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything. All I'm get using is this story. Do you happen to think that he was taken... The old tuna boat to pound town with somebody that wasn't his wife. And he was going at it pretty hard and whacked the headboard. Lori Loughran offered him a distraction from her college scandal. Yes, we need to know more about a has-been comic nobody really cared much about when he was alive, but the scandal is something to perk up our meaningless lives. Somebody escorted him to the bed. Oh, I like that, Scott. 
I still think brain injuryism caused by the vaccine, and he fell dead weight into something hard. Okay. All right. We'll all see what it is. Well, we won't. We probably won't see. But, man, oh, man, that's bad. Like, look, look. Nobody wanted to see Bob Saget die because, yes, he was a has-been comic. He's like, like people would still go see him. Like he puts on a great show. He's he's really good at his job. He was great at his job. I'm going with he was get he was into pegging and his wife caught him. Okay. Alicia, the black helicopters got him. Interesting. This is just it's an interesting story. I bet the vaccine killed his ass, fainted, bumped his head, and the family doesn't want that out. I'm going to stick with he was cheating on her. He was cheating on his wife and hit his head. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I, I, they're showing a picture of the room right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a bunch of bumps on the head, fracture of the skull. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Here you go. I'll give you all the story. Here, here it is. When you look at that bed, man, that just says right there, I'm cheating on you. Man, how is it that? Here, here's a question I have. You know, when they had Fuller House and the Olsen twins didn't join, why didn't they get their their, their sister, uh, the, the Ashley Olsen chick, to join it? She kind of looks like she's not as freaky as they are. She got big old boobs, though. I know the truth. It was that same joker who pushed Sonny Bono into a tree. Same guy who got Liam Neeson's gal in a skiing accident. Mm-hmm. It was a skiing accident. Uh, mom shares her lunchbox, school lunchbox idea. So what's the problem with the sandwich? An Australian mom was slammed for one detail in her son's lunchbox. She packs a lunchbox with sandwich, fruit, yogurt, popcorn, and snacks. This is just dumb. Why are you going to criticize this lady? She put a ham and cheese on mayonnaise sandwich in the kid's lunchbox. Right? Some people are saying, well, that's not safe for summer because it could lead to food poisoning. It could heat up the ham and the mayonnaise and the cheese. Are we really worried about that? Wait, 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 wait. Anybody have to pack their lunch to school as a kid? You remember how that sandwich would sit in your damn lunchbox all morning long? It wasn't a fresh sandwich anymore. Thanks, Mom, for putting it in this plastic bag. But my juice leaked all over it. Now my sandwich tastes like Kool-Aid. She showed how to pack a lunchbox really neatly and nicely. And she gets shit for putting a fucking ham and cheese sandwich in her kid's sandwich. There is no winning in this world anymore. Here's a lady that's willing to pack a lunch for her kid. And people are upset. Go to hell. 
You're lucky that kid got lunch. My kid's going to have to kill everything that he eats. Good God. Love me some big old boobs and little ones, too. This whole time it's been Liam Neeson because he has acquired a set of tools. So are you saying this bump on the head is Clinton-esque? No, no, I don't think it's Clinton-esque. I think it was an accident. I think that he was escorted to his bedroom by someone that wasn't his wife, and in the throes of going to pound town on the tuna boat, hit his head. That's what I think happened. That's just me, though. Mexican reporter robbed on air by MS-13. Yeah, my guns from Mexico plan would be awesome. You know, the best story out of Mexico, one of my all-time favorite stories out of Mexico was this was around 2006 or seven that it happened. It's when cartels really started kind of engaging a lot more and they're killing a lot of innocent people. And nobody wanted to travel to Mexico anymore. Couldn't blame them. So, like, the state, the, the Mexico's, like, you know, premier of travel or tourism came out and they said, no, no, no. And they invited 30 major um, reporters from around the world, mainly America, but they were from around the world, to, and they, they brought them to this new luxurious resort. And I want to say it was in Cancun. And all these reporters show up. They're going to write reviews on this beautiful, fucking modernistic, you know, resort in Mexico. And all 40 journalists were kidnapped by a cartel. Now, they were all released, but they were all kidnapped by a cartel. And they had to pay a little bit of ransom to get them back. And they did. But that, that fucking poor tourism minister... Minister of Tourism's like, what the fuck, man? Really, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna kidnap all the people we need to sell to. That's a real story. The kid was packing lunch and not packing heat, so shut up. Amen to that. God, leave the lady alone. Now, look here. Look, uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one. Those are our last ones there. Now, we, we have another birthday lunchbox. This a mom did, an Ohio mom, shared the golden lunch she prepared for her son's ninth birthday. He turned nine on the ninth, so he had his golden birthday. I got drunk as hell on my golden birthday. 17 on the 17th, got hammered. This mom... Want to have her son have an unforgettable golden birthday. She filled his lunchbox with shrimp, lobster, and other goodies. <laughs> he started the day off with cinnamon roll waffles for breakfast. She then packed Cruz a one-of-a-kind lunch that was complete with gold-painted sparkling water can, a shrimp and lobster wrap, a small portion of cheese crisps and two macaroons. 
um, um, let me just say real quick. Uh, a lobster and shrimp in a kid's lunchbox? Man, that's not going to go over well at lunchtime. You're going to open that up and think that Susie Rottencrotch is sitting right next to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like we're on the tuna boat to Pound Town right now. The little boy was so grateful and excited when he opened his lunch. He came home and thanked his mom a million times. Here, oh, they, they, they took video of the young man. Hey, friends. Let me show you guys what I packed for my son's ninth golden birthday. We started off breakfast with cinnamon roll waffles. They were delicious. I painted his sparkling water gold to match the theme. Then I took a wrap and I added shrimp and lobster. Yes, his favorite, shrimp and lobster. This boy loves seafood, so I had to make sure to incorporate it in his lunch today. I made sure I had everything gold from utensils to napkins. I even wrote in gold um, for his note. So yes, gold everything. Happy golden birthday, Cruz. He's going to be so excited today. when he Now see, that's a cool mom. Look, I, I can disagree with, with, you know, opening that up. That, that's like having a coworker cook fish in the microwave in the break room. That, that, that's a no-no. I don't know if this kid's eating that stuff cold or whatever. If you eat a wrap cold, I'm not sure. I just, I like lobster. Shrimp's okay. I like lobster, but it, it, it's got to have a big fucking fat ribeye next to it for me to eat it. Gold, not goat. Gold was his golden birthday. He turned nine on the ninth. Here's what sucks. You, you want to know what sucks about the golden birthday? A lot of assholes will give you your birthday amount on like check. Like my my uncle sent me a check for like seventeen dollars. I'm like, wow, thanks a lot. Seventeen whole dollars on my birthday. Are you talking about the mom or me? I don't have marbles in my mouth. I said gold, not goat. No, 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 not goat, gold. It's nice to see their parents out there that are still trying for their kids. I like that. That right there, good mom. <sighs> Let's see. I know that was a thing, the golden birthday, maybe because mine's on the 4th. Yeah, see, you people have early ones. That one sucks. I don't want to get... Okay, well, look, look. I, I don't have a problem with this. I do, but I don't. Private schools across the countries are training teachers to expose kids as young as four to sexually explicit content and secrecy without parents' knowledge, directed by the National Association Independent Schools as part of a queer-inclusive curriculum. Now, if these are private schools, then they pretty much can do what they want. Starting in pre-K, we talk about their bodies. The parts they are born with about penises and vaginas in pre-K? 
and whether they make somebody a boy or a girl, but also their feelings. What do they feel like inside? They're fucking pre-kindergartners. They don't know what they feel inside. What does their head say? Do their heart and bodies match up? Also features a teacher talking about how she once drew from the wrong book and accidentally talked to children in pre-K about the vulva and labia. As they reacted in horror, you think? You think that a pre-kindergarten class is going to act fucking accordingly when you talk about the vulva? Goddamn, you should see my face. I don't even like saying the vulva. Talk about them fallopian tubes, too? Seven-year-old kids in grade two, the educator says, ought to be taught about gender identity. (sighs) Shit, by fifth grade, I imagine they should be having sex, right? By fifth grade, explaining that students who are 10 should be educated on the internal and external genitalia, hormones and chromosomes. Well, here's the thing, Brett. No, I don't need to fix this. You know why? Because this isn't public schools. This is what I, if I was, look, if, if the private school wants to teach that, the private school has every right to teach that. If this was a public school, I would shut it the fuck down. Because I don't think that a pre-kindergartner needs to be hearing about pee-pees and and vaginas. I'm not going to change anything from the way that I was taught. I'm not going to teach critical things. No, no, no. Especially like for the first two or three grades. No. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. In second grade, I was worried about going home on time to watch Fraggle Rock, right? I mean, honestly. I think that our kids should still be allowed to be kids. We, we, uh, it, 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 think about back when you were a kid. Maybe you didn't have the greatest kid life growing up. Maybe, maybe you didn't have a lot. I'm I'm staying away from it. You were touched or diddled or anything like that because then you did not have a good childhood. But let's say you had a pretty good childhood. Why do we need this stuff? Why don't we let kids see? See, you got to think about it. When you were a kid, you know what was so great? When summertime hit and you were like 10 or 11, you didn't have shit to do. You had no responsibilities, and it was so glorious. The only responsibility I had was don't burn the house down. We're going to work. Oh, I loved it. I thought I was on my own, like, you know, fucking awesome vacation. Because I was a kid, but now you're making kids grow up so fast. God. 
please stop. That and it goes right into it's not the Tumwa. The only time this was acceptable or cute was the kindergarten cop movie. Yep. Let's see if I can find it now. Where's penis? Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. I guess we should all know that by the time we get to kindergarten now, huh? Wow. I gotta say, that's just kind of fucked up. Okay. Here we go. I I have not been able to find this, and I am so sorry, ass family. I've been looking and looking all morning. Nobody has video of this. And this could have been up for fight of the year. We already have one, the Golden Corral fight, where people are using high chairs as weapons. But it seems like we had a drunken, naked brawl. Where? Where? That's right, at Disney World. So the evening started with the sisters at a steakhouse at Disney Springs, followed by some drinks at an Irish pub. When the two sisters, 29 and 31, decided it was time to head back to the hotel, they called an Uber for a ride. Unfortunately, the Uber refused to drive them, saying they were too drunk. So the security guard at the bar called them a cab, and that's when the two sisters from Jersey started arguing. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her. The younger sister threatened to punch her. Police from Orlando's county sheriff's office arrived to find the young sister screaming, crying near Cirque du Soleil, wearing only her underwear and sandals. When officers tried to calm the situation, one female slapped the other in the face, and then both sisters began punching, slapping, and pulling hair. Even after they were separated, the sisters went at each other. One of the sisters slipped in the younger sister's vomit (laughs) and fell into the bushes while they fought. According to the security guard, the younger sister ran a few feet away and took off her dress, exposing her breasts, and shortly after began to punch one another again. Oh, my God. And there's no video of this? I have scoured the internet for this fight. I want this fight. I want to see a girl slip and vomit. Oh, my God. That could win fight of the year. When you wish upon a star, puking drunk from every bar. (laughs) And there were boobs involved. This is the only reason why boys ever watch girls fight is because there could be a boob appearing. Girl fights suck. Girl fights are nothing but trash slap. They're slapping each other and they grab a lot of hair. 
The hair grabbing leads to shirt tugging. That way the boob might pop out. That's the only reason why guys like to watch girls fight. Our final story of the day is about this good old gal. Oh, you know what? Let, let, let's give it what it's, it, it deserves. It deserves the full treatment, so. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. That problem is 33-year-old Jasmine Martinez. (sighs) She allegedly used the PPP loan that she got from the COVID situation to pay a hitman to kill her longtime rival, LaShante Jones. In the May 3rd, 2021, that left Jones dead just steps from her front door in Miami. The victim's three-year-old toddler was injured. Ms. Martinez was arrested in 2016 and 18 for assaulting Jones, who allegedly stole her ex-boyfriend. Martinez's then-boyfriend, Kelly Nelson, was jailed after assaulting Jones in a courthouse parking lot after she testified against Martinez in a robbery case. In recorded jailhouse conversations, Martinez Lee alleged told Newsom Nelson that she was ready to go kill this hoe and that Jones has to die. She spent $15,000 to hire a hitman to kill somebody who stole her boyfriend. Wow. Um, She's being charged with first-degree murder for masterminding the plot. Wow. That's an angry gal right there. Oh, the hitman only took $10,000, though. Well, she had to keep the extra five. She got to look good. She got to look, look good for her next baby daddy. Come on now. That's so awesome. I'm going to take this payday loan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill that bitch. Idiots. I swear. I swear our world is so over. Ogre, where is that fucking meteor? Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, before we end today's broadcast, we have to come to a final decision when it comes to the celebrity-ass death match. Greatest halftime shows of all time. It is here. Celebrity. We're ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Prince, Michael Jackson, you two, and Dr. Dre. Who will it be? We find out now. Let's get it on. All right. In our first matchup, ass family, 
This is a big one here. The greatest halftime show of all time. Was it that night in Florida when it started raining and we heard? Prince told the set director, can you make it rain harder? That is a true story. By the way, all of our music today, sponsored by those Patriots at Patriot Diesel. Anybody that can make you say Patriot a lot of times, that's a Patriot right there. You got AC problems? They can handle it. Power Stroke, Duramax, Cummins. You need a specialist? They're them. They ain't gonna fuck around. It's like Prince didn't fuck around with the halftime show. They ain't gonna fuck around. Give him a call. 916-792-6767. 800-Sweet-D, Riverside Avenue. And the rumors are that the Sweet-D is not just the directions. So there you go. Our first candidate is Prince from the Purple Rain one. And he is taking on a legend, if you will. He is taking on the very first halftime show of all time. The one done by Michael Jackson. So, ask family, I ask you the simple question. Prince versus Michael Jackson, greatest halftime show of all time. Who you got? We only got a few seconds left. Come on, people. Get your votes in. Who will it be? No, Morris Day did not join him at that show, sadly. Otherwise, then it would just be the greatest performance of all time. It's still tied. I need a winner. I need a winner. Is it going to be Prince or is it going to be the Prince of Pop, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson! Michael Jackson! Michael Jackson beat Prince. Oh, my God. Michael Jackson moves on. Wow. Did not see that coming. Our final matchup to get to the finals will be a matchup of the band U2, who played the 9-11 Super Bowl 10 years after 9-11, taking on this year's Super Bowl. I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I didn't do my thing. Uh, let's see. Um, there you go. There you go, right there. I believe it was in Florida. Where, where was theirs? 
New Orleans. They played New Orleans. Okay. So you got you two there. Versus this year's halftime Super Bowl extravaganza. Oh. Let's all do it together here, huh? One, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know See, that's not even my favorite one. Hold on, hold on a second here. Let, 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 let's get to my favorite one. This one right here. I, I love rapping this because I made it my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Hey man, get some bubble gum in this motherfucker. So, <laughs> here we go. Here steady we go. long, steady wrong. Y'all ready for this? I don't think you're ready. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being A-R-N-I-E, but I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. So there you go. You two versus Dr. Dre and Snoop. Ass family, who you got? The dollar We don't have to go. Okay, let's just end it. The rise. Thank you for the token vote for you uh, two there. Uh, but the Snoop Dogg and, and Dr. Dre won. So now the matchup is set. The finals are here. It's time to quit playing around. Greatest halftime show of all time. Ask family. Do you have Michael Jackson? Or do you have Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? I got to ask you. Ask family. Who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing. To get together and sing, sing. Ring, I hear you, Warbird. Ring, 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 banana phone. Michael Jackson beat Prince in the last ding, round. Ding, dong, ding, Where were dong, you to vote? Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Singular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping Panana phone It's no baloney It ain't a phony I'm a cellular Bananular phone Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls He is the king of pop for a reason He is the greatest halftime show of all time Michael Jackson
So there you go. Michael Jackson, Snoop, Dr. Dre, Prince, and you two, the four greatest halftime shows. Now, tomorrow we, we, we have a plan to do the worst halftime shows, but we'll see how it goes because Tommy's here tomorrow, and when Tommy's on, anything can happen. So remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, y'all have a great Friday Eve, and adios, everybody. Uh- Said goodbye in Marina Del Rey I had a good time Was the last thing I heard her say As I walked away And on the plane back to Tennessee My mind comes across her memory And yesterday in Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach under a golden sun She spread a blanket that we laid down on And loved the world's way In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes Found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways In Marina Del Rey Like the ocean tides Highs and lows Love sometimes comes and Marina Del Rey And as this plane is touching down Tears touch my eyes For I have found My heart has stayed In Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach under a golden sun she spread a blanket that we laid down on and loved the world away in Marina Del Rey. And as we looked into each other's eyes, we found our bodies lost in paradise like castaways in Marina Del Rey. said goodbye in Marina Del Rey You've been listening to the Arnie Stage Show at ArnieRadio.com Take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.